0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon or good evening wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Talk Architecture. This is a special episode and really I never had this many people in an episode before and um we have con- we will continue the conversation with Kevin Matlow and Kevin Matlow will be asking some questions with five former students that um Kevin and I had the chance to, or the opportunity to be part of their lives in uh, where we taught architecture in a local university in Malaysia. So um, I would just like to introduce them, Kwan Singh from 2017, Amelia from 2018, Julian Yin from 2019, Raymond 2020, and Shan Hong from 2021. So th- th- those were the graduating years. And uh, hi, you guys.
1: Hello. Bye. Hi. Hello.
0: Hello.
1: Everybody's,
0: hi. Good. Hi. Everybody's good.
1: Hello,
2: everyone. Doing good. Kevin, doing
0: Kevin's good. good. Kevin's good. <laughs> nice to see you all again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll get right down to it. So, we've had these conversations with Kevin, and maybe some of the questions that Kevin's going to ask will be from the pot- earlier podcast, or maybe uh, he has yeah. new questions to ask. So, Kevin, just tell, just start the ball rolling.
3: No, I just wanted to carry on from the earlier um, question I asked Julian. You know who who didn't who didn't seem to sound very happy when I asked <laughs> how they're all doing with work. You know, and um, uh, is is anything uh, is there is it difficult working or what's the um, deal? You don't have to say where you're working. It's okay. Mm,
4: okay. <laughs> uh, it's more to like uh, it's a difference between like how you do normally your design process for. Um, academics works and compared uh-huh. to when you work, you didn't have any much time to to actually design. You just produce, 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 and then option, 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 and then the client will decide. Right, something like that. Right.
3: You do. You're not not so much in control of uh, yes uh, decisions you make and whether they're relevant or. How about you, Kwan Seng? I I don't get. I didn't remember getting your answer. I think I think uh, um, um, Sh and and Raymond and Amelia were quite. uh you know, euphoric in their answers and very happy. How about you?
1: Yeah, um, so I think I'm pretty similar with Drew in the, the same boat. Okay. So I've left the architecture industry. Last oh, you year. have? What I are left. you doing now? Um, I'm actually in a, <coughs> I'm doing graphic design. Sorry? Graphic design. Okay, okay. Uh, you're happy
3: doing what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I'm happy. Um, but it's not that I didn't like it's probably like uh, what Drewin mentioned, like, it's more like a burnout. So I just uh, stopped. Do you think and, you'll?
3: Do you think you'll ever return to architecture?
1: I think I would, but probably not in the close. Like we're not sure uh, right now. Yeah, I'm not sure right now because, like what Jirin says, that um, pretty pretty similar boat, Which is we are just producing. We are just producing. We are not even. you are not even at the at the sense of designing, right?
3: Maybe because I can open it up to everyone. You know, do you, how well do you feel university prepared you for? Work.
1: Um, I I would say it's it's really two very very different things. I enjoy university architecture more because it really brings you a boy romantic. down today, and, and and you romantic. question it's... and you are uh, allowed to question stuff, right? In, How about
3: the others? How about the others? Uh, Raymond uh, Amelia.
5: Well, I think definitely. Quite different. I mean like um I think nothing in the school syllabus really taught us how the real world would be. So you, you
3: agree with uh saying that? Yeah. How about Raymond and the gun? Great.
6: Raymond go first. Oh okay.
3: All right.
2: Uh I think I think what the school taught us, okay, there may be the like a fraction of it, but uh but other than that, uh there's something that we had to experience ourselves over the years. Uh. So let's say, uh, like what Julian said, it's all about, uh, producing stuff, and we don't get to, uh, get through the process of designing. Uh, basically, we were given just like maybe maximum of two weeks to come up with right. a whole design proposal, and we didn't even take account of all these, uh, site context things. Sometimes, sometimes we miss out, and sometimes the client would actually dictate us what to do instead.
3: But uh, somehow so, you seem to have made it out better. In a way, you seem to be happier than Julian and Guan Singh. How did you manage to get through? Or are Mm. you still struggling? (laughs) I think because
2: uh, one thing is because I'm uh, quite lucky enough to be in a company that I can run projects and I also make decisions myself. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So So the design
3: basically... mm. So uh, do you feel in your position you're able to... Um, help guide and educate clients to understand issues of context and relationships in a more powerful way?
2: Yeah, sometimes I, when I do the first cut of the proposal, I will do what I thought and what I've studied through the entire site. Then I explain to them why I position some things in this way and why these spaces are arranged in a certain method. Uh, sometimes they get it, but sometimes they just want to maximize efficiency. So, Because just forgo all these things.
3: So for you, it's more of a win and lose, but at least you have some wins, which makes it worthwhile, right? Yes. Okay, Gan, what about you? Do do your experiences reflect any of the others? Or you have some Mm. unique
6: But for me, I think it's different. I think school have taught us very... I mean, they are preparing us to become a a workers' employee. I mean, they taught us to become a draft man but they didn't talk of the thing that is a problem. So what what I observe is when we come out, we face the stress and we face all the things is because that we are not mentally strong enough. Actually, they teach, teach, teach us a very good, I mean, not very good skill. They, they did teach us, but we try to adapt it ourselves. But eventually, the, the the mentally thinking that is a problem.
3: Okay. Mm. So what, I, what I'm hearing is that Sorry, Amelia. Did you have something you want to say?
5: No, no. I was just surprised that he feels otherwise. I mean, because I, 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 said that I they didn't really teach us about how the working life would be, but they actually prepared Gun to become and a. Maybe
3: both of you are not talking uh, in opposition. Maybe you're talking about the same thing, but in different ways. I, I guess mm. the question is this: You see, universities, um, um, at at least the university you all went to, is is under uh, is beholden to the the, um, um, the body that we call the architectural institute and the architectural institute, either in, in, in whatever form it comes in, wants uh, graduates to be what is called employable and employability has to do with either your ability to work or your ability to what they call design, which, which in our country, Malaysia oh. means how to make buildings look good, marketable, And brandable, right? And the question is, how much do you think, uh, from what Ghan is saying, um, it it taught you how to be employable, but it didn't teach you how to really think. In what you said, Amelia,
5: Mm
3: -hmm. it's at a different scale, I think. It taught you that it did not prepare you for the working world because it didn't teach you the rigors of having your ideas shut down. Mm. But they shut down in different ways. Does that makes
5: Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
3: So, so the question is, um, um, and this is a general question to all of you: How much in percentage do you think a school prepares you to be employable as opposed to be a thinking architect? And the question really has to do, boils down to that whole issue of reputation as opposed to responsibility, right? If you are employable, if you can make a lot of money you build your reputation. You serve it. Yeah. If you are a thinking architect. If you're a real thinking designer, you are serving responsibly. So in percentage terms, how much do you think a school teacher needs to be responsible as opposed to teaching you how to serve your own reputation? Responsible. Repeat the question,
0: Repeat the question again, Kevin.
3: Okay. One more time. In life... We all struggle with this dialectic. How much do you want to serve responsibly as opposed to how much you want to build and serve your reputation? It's always a struggle between the two. Firstly, I guess, that there's a question is, how much do you think one is more important than the other? And then the next question is, how much do you think a school trains you for responsibility as opposed to (laughs) serving your reputation? This is what that boils down to in a way, you see. Because Sponsor, all, I, I get a I gut feeling that Raymond feels more comfortable where he is because he feels he has as many wins being responsible as opposed to serving the reputation of the company and building his own credibility in understanding and accepting what a client wants. Julian and Kwan have a harder time because they want to be responsible Guan Singh especially has kind of given up for now because he doesn't feel he can uh, he's uh, exercise his responsibility in trying to serve the reputation of whoever is employing him. understand mm. what I'm saying. It's all about money. You see, being yeah. employable is about money. Is about serving the the industry, uh, society in a way which makes money. Actually, not society. Serving whoever you work for in a way that it makes money for them. And if you rise in the ranks. Then it's a trade off. So, but it's still about building reputation, whether it's a reputation of the company you work for or your own self reputation. But how much of what we do actually serves responsibility, creating more powerful relationships in the projects we take on? You see, are you beginning to understand what it is I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, my question is how much of an education should be responsibility first and reputation second, or reputation first? And responsibility second.
5: I think from my master's years of studying, um, definitely they were all about reputation, lah. Definitely, I can say about one hundred percent about reputation because they keep on reminding us on. And this is one if these are locally. Locally, you am from where I am, U M lah. Two thousand sixteen to two thousand eighteen.
3: Okay, yeah. you don't care about liability. Good for you, brave girl.
5: <laughs> no i've passed it like it doesn't matter to me now because i need to speak the truth right how about so... the rest of you
6: well if if to me i think that school doesn't doesn't really prepare us for both they just do what they do but actually we try to learn uh in your in the, way. under in in the real way so to me my personally I, I would think that we should, I mean, we, I am focusing about the responsibility and I believe that the reputation is a result. It's not the action that we need to focus on.
3: I like the way you're putting it. You're basically saying that that your studies in, in Malaysia did not serve
6: any purpose. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so, in other way, it serves a good purpose as a bad client. We should educate them. Yeah.
5: Okay, okay. <laughs> How about you ah, others? The of
3: you, One Singh, Raymond, Chuyin.
1: Yeah. Um for me probably I, I would say that that the school really taught a lot of stuff, but it's really towards how it started working, right? Everything it was facade, how nice the 3D is going to be. Yes. There wasn't much of a deeper, deeper conversation. No. And that is exactly what the client wants. And we are taught that way. So that's exactly I, what the
0: client wants.
1: Yeah. So the, in a way
3: you're trained to be employable. Yes, but in a different yes. way than what uh, um, Gan was complaining about.
1: Yes, okay, that is probably what I would say.
3: What about um uh, you Raymond Julian? Please just chip in anytime. You know, I think I think there is certain extent that
2: the university prepares us for the upcoming working life, but uh, I would not say it's like full hundred percent. Maybe it's just like a pressure, like what I mentioned earlier, is that. Uh, because of the process that we went through like the the deep uh you know especially in our units uh we, we push a lot on detailings and how the uh tectonics of the building and so that that helped us to be more uh I mean mature when we come to designing uh in the, the working life but then again uh they didn't taught us about uh how the future clients would actually uh come to us and then what what are their requests and it's totally different but sometimes uh, it cannot be helped but because when in in the real world it's all about making money so uh this kind of thing is really bad what if your study actually being pushed back aside then we have to be yeah we have to accept all these new things that we call maximize efficiency yeah, that now,
3: when, mm. yeah. now, when you say the university taught you about detailing and tectonics and all that, was it all through the five years, or in specific years only?
2: I think for me, uh, it will be selective based on uh, the, the the tutors that we got. I would say.
3: And when do you? Yeah. Th- when did you feel you learned the most?
2: Uh, I would say, master's thesis is I learned the most.
3: In your final year. Yes. I see. Julian, yes. oh, sorry,
2: go on, finish, finish. It's, it's always nice at, during then, the final uh, years of the yeah. studies, like during degree, you will be the final year or SEM 5 and SEM 6, and master's during the final year thesis. Yeah.
3: Okay. Julian, please uh, tell yeah,
4: us. I agree with Raymond. Uh, what we learned in uh, school is actually more to a very prelim stage of like the whole process. There's so much more process behind that we actually was not being like taught or being trained to do and uh, also because like in in the real working life we don't actually get a chance for for my like for mine for my case mm. we don't actually get a chance to talk to the real end user like we are talking to to the developers mm. to, to the one that the businessman like. so we even if we are proposing like good designs or some uh, design that we have our own conceptual ideas that we want to do but in the end it was being the Eve and then at the end it, it, it would not happen so Even though, like in in school, we we are being prepared for that, but it doesn't implement when we are doing doing the works. Okay, that that was like
3: but in Raymond's case, Raymond mentioned being able to, with some of course, but with some clients, being able to rationalize things with them to convince them about relationships, about why some things have to be in a certain place in relation to other things around it, right? In relation to context. So he's able to make some headway there. Do you think? That helps in terms of, or, or do you have very, very difficult clients and a difficult employer, which makes it difficult for you, that they don't give you enough responsibility to, to take things to the client? Julia? You didn't understand my question?
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe you can repeat. Okay. okay.
3: Well, you see, Raymond earlier spoke about his being able to convince some clients, not all, but some clients about where something has to be located, about a certain decision he's making in relationship to context, to other things around it, and is able to push a certain agenda having to do with responsibility. Uh, Do you feel that you are not given those opportunities, either by who you work for or by the clients you come in touch with?
4: Actually, I think that the major part of the ideas can can be conveyed and can, can, I mean, we can push for the ideas that we wanted to do. Just that in terms of some of the other aspects, minor aspects that we actually wanted to try to explore, we didn't get a chance to, to do that. It's only the basic things that
3: why why don't you get are, the chance? What what are the reasons for not get you not you're not giving the opportunity?
4: Um, With um, say? It's more to the to, um. In terms of efficiency and also in terms of profit, how they, they actually want to reduce, I mean in um maximize that and also reduce what, what it costs. Um, maybe it's just one of one of the my like, case. La. I believe like if you have other smaller projects or other uh, you if you are conversing to the, the real um owner or the end user, it won't be happen that way.
3: Okay. So it sounds very similar. Your your reading it sounds very similar to what Raymond is experiencing in fact but Raymond maybe gets a few more opportunities to be realized than you. And so he doesn't suffer so much, right? In a way, he doesn't feel the backlash so much of the real working world. Does that make sense? I don't know. What do you think?
2: Hmm. I also think that, uh, because I also realize most fresh graduate, like if they didn't have a prior long working experience, I think they would slightly struggle when they, graduated right after
5: master's thesis because wow. what I did
3: was yeah I worked I for a long time. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Quite, you know. I see. So you're more prepared in a way. What do you think yeah, about that, Gun? Are you having now, a good time with work?
6: Um, I think I pretty like uh where I'm now is because that I think that during school probably we are we are just thinking about the relationship between ourselves and probably lecture or the stakeholder that we imagine. But in reality it is I mean, we have more parties of stakeholders we need to take care of, probably mm. clients' needs, developer, brief, and then end-user needs. So actually, it's just that, I mean, when we're working, it's, we we need to explore more kind of possibility. So whatever is good or bad, it's also a part of learning. So a lot of time i found that even though sometimes I can't convince clients, but after that, I will find, hey, I can try it another way, or hey, I can use another another uh method to convince the client so um, I mean after each project is a is a is a learning la, for every project so
5: definitely the, the,
6: the better project is always the next project la.
3: of course <laughs> and and, and uh, Amelia you you are yes. in, um, you are in a, uh, a post degree a postgraduate program right now or are you working yep. um both. <clears throat> okay what, what are you doing work with work are you working uh, locally or overseas or
5: Locally, part-time jobs. Okay. Locally,
3: and you communicate through um through uh, the, uh, the internet, yeah.
5: Internet and I'm actually currently here in KL at the moment. i Just okay. finished one project, so it's quite yeah.
3: And you're having a good time because the client or your or the person who's hired you has left you pretty much to do what you feel um was yes. well, yeah.
5: Yes, okay. that's really yeah. Amazing. They're willing to listen, so it's it's really good. And then even though when I mean there are times, of course, they want something, you know what the latest trend is people designing to Instagrammable spaces or places, right? They, they call it. So when we try to educate them and whatnot, they are willing to listen. So that's been great for me.
3: I see. And yeah. how many years have you been working for Kwansei before you decided you're going to move to graphic design?
1: Um, I think a total of six. if uh, Because I did two years before I entered into the master thesis. Okay. Okay, yeah, so total of six, but it's with the same company, lah.
3: So you're the longest serving of all of the other uh, five of your of your other four classmates, right?
1: Yeah, you, yeah. You I, I guess.
3: Yeah, 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 the, yeah. I think the project we worked with you on was one of the earlier ones.
1: Buket, yeah. Buket,
3: salon. Wow.
0: Kevin, you have about um, sixteen minutes.
3: We can end now if you, will like, if you
1: like. <laughs> Yeah, but I I'll just like to point one thing about Please like yeah, yeah. what what uh Julian mentioned. I feel like we probably have more in common is that we are trained to serve the end user, but we are serving the client. The, the client. That yeah. is a really really big difference because everything boils down to dollar and cents.
5: Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, do, but yeah,
3: but... do you feel there's any way you could educate the clients to understand how to serve more responsibility more responsibly to the users?
1: I, I have tried, but I think I gave up because it eventually boils down to dollar and cents. Like,
3: yeah. Okay. Money, it boils down to money and, and and reputation. Sorry, Amelia, I cut you off. No,
1: it's okay. For me, um, it's true.
5: Like sometimes it can be very frustrating when you work with developers, especially, but, I think I always stick to what you have told me before, Kevin, because you said you can't win in all situations, right? For example, the client wants like money here and there, efficiency, you know, rental or not. But if I can just make a toilet detail works for me, that's already something for me. I mean, even I don't, I don't need to get the whole bigger picture. So I think that's how I keep myself happy because even those little details that I know makes a difference, it's already enough for me because
3: I think you, you know. raised a very good point you know Amelia yeah. that that um in yeah. order to get in order to get your way not because you want your way but because you feel it will serve more responsibly it takes many many years mm. a lot of patience to slowly pick your way through the weeds and to mm. do small things that help you uh, g- g- get a little bit back mm. keep your little fire burning Mm. So that after, at the end of 10 years, at the end of 15 years, at the end of 20 years, you are then at the height of your powers to be able to then decide,
5: you yep. yep. so
3: know, you're mm. right. And then you'll be able to uh, talk with clients and convince them, right? Yes. Maybe if there's any mistake in school is that uh, perhaps we, uh, uh, included, taught you to be too idealistic, to say yes. that you got to fight for what you believe. and mm. then Oh, that's very important. It's also very important to understand that when you first start working for the first 10 years at least,
5: you're still
3: learning. Mm. In order to really uh, um, have not even superpowers but some powers, you need to learn. It's a whole other process of learning which school doesn't teach you about, about learning what works, what doesn't, what words work, what words don't, what materials do over time you know so that you can advise in a way which helps clients understand hey you save more money in the long run
5: yeah because i think because i think you always say just that it's like learning is a lifetime and i think from the previous podcast you said learning learning about yourself even trying to be a leader may take a lifetime you know so i think understanding that the process may take years and it's a journey to me that makes me feel okay because it's a process I'm not, I'm not rushing to get to destination anyway. You know, I might not be able... Be, I'm not... Maybe well, not even able to to influence or... Not to influence, to convince the clients about, you well, know, what's I, right I, and
3: what not. I, I suspect it's because you've come to a realisation that the destination is the journey. The destination isn't an end point. Yeah, probably. And that, and that you can only lead, meaning you can only lead your clients or lead your employer if you... Understand that you're still learning,
5: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
6: and help you understand, did, for yeah. example, yeah. yeah, Well, um, Kevin, actually, yeah. I got one something interesting to share. Okay, but uh, probably it will be. I mean, okay lah, just sharing lah. So, yeah, this is a very uh funny things that happened around me when I I keep on, I realize that actually when we propose something and client reject us, and then we feel like. Uh, uh, we feel like insulted. No, no, no. We feel like being reject is a kind of uh, mm. it, it is a kind of emotion that we actually in reality we want for something reputation. That means that we want to mm. do the the really good thing, and then we think that is is a responsible. Is it is under the name of responsible? Actually, what we want is we do the good thing, and then we get um, promoted or being praised or what. So actually, or, or that or is, a, yeah,
3: okay. it, it yeah. is a,
6: it's a little, 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 little play out in the mind, actually, that you are greed for that things. And mm. when people reject it, you feel aversive, feel rejected. So slowly by slowly, like last time we shared about don't rush, take it slowly. And now I realize that architecture actually needs years, <laughs> needs time so to learn and prove. Something you a propose lifetime. that over the time uh, is, is is terrible. So learning one by one. But the first thing is that take try every opportunity, every single detail to explore and learn. That is, yeah. Then that, so, that, that,
3: that if you're rejected, you find another way around it while still yes, satisfying yes, what yes. you believe, right?
6: Correct. So the client
3: is satisfied and you are also moving. Yes. Okay? That's, okay.
6: That's why slowly I found that creativity is not how fancy things that I can make or how bombastic thing I can do is about how to balance in between the everyone's needs. It's the art of balancing, you know, the creativity. So, until then, the thing come up is is satisfied by every party, probably.
3: Very good point you made. Thanks very much. Ben.
6: Yeah.
3: Does anyone want to add to that, Julian? Raymond? You were nodding your head, so I was just wondering if you had something you want to say.
4: I think that's that's a good point by by Gan. It's actually a long a long process to learn how to balance things out, and also not only uh just the, the the design part, but also there are a lot of things that maybe we imagine we can we can do it that way, but actually there are a lot of things details to be considered behind that that um like from inputs from engineers that actually tell us that this cannot work this way, and then you cannot do that. But of course we need to 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 really know to, yes. to say to, to say, say they're
3: they right or wrong. Yeah.
4: Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That is true. So uh it's it's it, it gonna take time.
3: Yeah. No very true. Raymond, you wanna
2: Yeah. I just want to say that um because in my experience of uh, my past studies years, uh as I come to understand what architect actually truly means. Uh, actually I kind of instill that that I know that architect we have a civic role to play. Um, this is something that I I got uh, over the years of studies. So I, I hope that I can continue to have this, I mean, play this role, that we have a civic role when it comes to designing, you know, more to understanding the people's needs and so on. But when it comes to the working life, we were slowly trained to be a commercialized architect because it's all about the needs uh, of, of money and we have to fit in all the efficiency and then we have to, so many, there are so many regulations we have to follow in this. Uh, country so that actually kind of hinders uh, what actually what an architect truly means actually sometimes but uh, although that but I'm still trying very hard to try to work around it and it does take experience like what Gan said uh, to reach to the certain stage yeah
5: so but don't be scared Raymond because you know even when you take on commercial projects for example you say that can always be your I mean it's fine because right. that that can be your main job, like um five to uh, five. I mean five days a week, you know. But you can always find something on the side over the weekend. That's something gets that gives you meaning, you know. For me, la, for me.
3: No, I think I don't think Raymond was saying he's giving up. I think he's just saying it takes a hell of a lot to be a critical architect, mm. and that and the that profession automatically drives you. It is the momentum of the profession that drives you to do commercial work. <laughs> But he doesn't mm. mean, I don't think he's saying he doesn't want to be a critical architect. He's just saying it's a big fight. You know, yeah. the same thing okay. that Kwan Singh and, and, and Julian were talking about. It's not easy. And sometimes it's just too much, you know. Mm. But I'd like to I'd like to go back to Kwan Singh for a moment, uh, if you can. So Kwan Singh, you've been working for the same firm for six years. Is that correct? Yes. Maybe, maybe it is because it was not a very good firm that you felt so discouraged that you felt you needed that the burnout happened, right? Maybe if you found a firm which empathised a little bit more, a bit more open to their own learning, that, that could uh, help them understand, look, they have a choice. They don't need to go down that commercial route that um, that um, Raymond was talking about, that everyone gets pushed towards.
1: Yeah. Right? Actually, actually, I think my firm was fantastic. It wasn't the firm that was the burnout. Oh, it was okay. the client's yeah it was a client uh-huh. yeah the the firm was really good they okay. are serving me really well treating okay, me really okay. okay but it's the clients
3: okay and do you think that the clients were, were a specific kind of client or that if you had waited a bit longer, a really good client would 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 have come along that would have given you a, 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 you know new hope or something
1: yeah I think it's probably the specific client and because to them everything is time and money time and money and it, everything is rushed I've did de- I They were rushing like for a lot of things at the same time, and right. the, the more you rush, the more mistakes you get, and then everything boils down back, and then you have to go amend things that shouldn't even happen in the first place.
3: Okay, no, I think I get that. No, the reason why I am asking this question to it, and I, I'm glad you cl- you clarified and you, you reaffirmed it, is that in, in my in all my time working um, on on solo, even even when I was with GDP architects you know, working with Camille. I found very, very, actually, very, very few clients that were horrible, that were really bad. I think you you've you just happened to have, and it sounds like it's one main client that made your life so difficult. I think you just had the real bad luck of having a client that was resistant in any possible way of being, of understanding that relationships are more important than the objects he was trying to commission, you know and and that and and like Gun. That um, the act of negotiation with the client, with yourself, to achieve the best optimized solution that satisfies as much criteria as you can possibly imagine, is is the key thing to what creativity is as as a as an architect, you know. And and I just suspect you are not given that opportunity. I think even Julian feels that um, that you know too. Maybe she has also got some limited clientele. How many clients have you had, Julian? So far?
4: So far, I have worked with uh, um, around four four clients.
3: And, so and some are better than others, of course, right? Yes.
4: Just the process of like, because what we are presented is to, to a team of like um, their project managers and then they are going to present to their top management. It's going to go through a few rounds.
3: Right. So, so,
4: so you are at the decisions. other
3: end of the interface and you right. never really interface with the people who are finally making the decisions. Yes. That's a big problem. Yeah. I made sure that whenever I took on a job, I was talking to the, uh, well, close to the top guy, at least the people who are making the decisions. If you don't talk with those people, it's very hard to get any headway. And I think one thing you might've been involved in that kind of situation. Yeah.
1: Perhaps. Mine, mine yeah. was really just, I was just producing constantly. There was no design thinking and okay. most of the design was just facade. Like we are talking about facade for like so many iterations and yes. I, I have I feel like facade doesn't really like there's so much many more things to to talk about like different how does a space work but everything that is concerned was
3: you know Kwan saying I'm I'm so glad you're still holding strong to what what fundamentals architecture is about and it's not about elevations, it's not about facades. And then but I hope you do get back into it one day. You know it'll be really interesting to see what what you do because like I always tell um, um, everyone I, I meet students and teachers alike, an architect does the best work in their later years. So don't, don't feel, and you're still like what, 30? <laughs>
1: yeah, 32. <laughs> yeah. How but I, I, I really, I really do want to come back, but I'll probably just take your time. Take it. your
3: yeah. time. Come back when you're 50. Who knows what you'll be capable <laughs> of. Raymond, did you have something you wanted to say to wrap up the conversation?
6: Uh,
2: Basically, like
3: like what, what I think, what Kwan
2: Seng experiences is that they keep doing the iteration of the facade thing. I, I think because, uh, in in the real world, in a, where the developers are all trying to push about, um, making money and so on. Facade is very important for them. Where yeah. they want to capture the intention of the user. They want to sell the products.
3: Yeah, winning awards. Yeah. The brand, you know. Yeah. The branding, the yes. Marketing. Yeah, and. Yeah. Con,
5: iconic. Iconic. Yes, yeah, it's correct.
4: They go so for they push that. for green rating thing because they want to win an award.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's, like really that's how they sell though for them. Yeah, yeah. the marketing
3: thing it's their resume. Yeah? yeah, yeah, okay. Is this is that are we at the end Thank of you, the session? Thank you,
0: Kevin. Um, actually, we will have another 30 to 40 minutes after this in the next episode, but we will discuss what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about with each other later in during the break. So, what we have. You did an excellent moderation. Thank you so much. There were reflections figuring out uh, about the critical architect, and you asked a very important uh, two questions regarding the school, how much the school has prepared the students, uh, the former students, and uh, the issue of reputation versus responsibility. Uh, So thank you very much, you guys. We'll talk about uh, further in the next episode. Thank you, Kevin, and all of you guys.
5: Thank you. Thank
0: you.
3: Thank you. Thanks. Are we stopping?